Hey guys, I'm being sponsored by Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Guys, I use it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright guys, we're back at it again, Attack the Attack 360 Podcast. Alright, so just want to say thank you to the people that showed up to the workshop. I really appreciate it. Uh, They had more of a one-on-one lesson and we got to demonstrate uh, quite a few things. Um, And at the same time, you know what, I posted some videos on Facebook and Instagram you can go to attacktheattack360.com and hit the links to Facebook and to Instagram. And it will take you and then you just go there and you can even see them on the, on the, all the videos and, and whatever photos that are posted on there. As well as TikTok. Uh, it's attacktheattack360 podcast or 360. Um <coughs> Also, again, want to give a special shout out and thank you to the Chavez family for donating the laptop in order for me to continue this podcasting. I really appreciate you guys. Love you guys with everything. Um, And then, of course, my son who did the background beat uh, on this one. Um, My cousin Renee, who's also known as DJ Technique. He's also made a couple of background beats and I'm going to be using them later on. Um, I have used them from time to time, but I'm gonna use uh, use them also later on when it gets, whenever I feel it's appropriate to use those beats. Um, again, guys, you can find uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can go to my website. You can register on my website on attacktheattack360.com or .net, and you can even when you register, you can even shoot me up an email. You can tell me things like as in uh, topics that you want to hear or if you want to share information or if you want to have a discussion about uh, some of the topics that I've talked about on the podcast. By all means, hit me up. I'll be more than happy to uh, share knowledge or have a conversation with you. Okay. Um, So this this week. You know, since we were at a at a uh, at the dive bar doing the workshop, and I felt like it's appropriate to talk about this subject. 
and the subject is barjitsu. <laughs> I know, right? It sounds made up, but there's actually a history to barjitsu. Now, it's B-A-R-J-I-T-U-S, right? But it's also known as bar-titsu, so it's B-A-R-T-I-T-S-U, okay? Now, here's the thing. It was developed in England, right, and by a guy named Edward William Barton Wright, okay? It was back in 1889, and it lasted all the way to about 1902, 1903, okay? Um, and it's funny because this guy, Mr. Wright, um, he was an engineer, okay? He was an English engineer, um... He spent some time, he spent about three years living in Japan. And when he returned to England, uh, he wanted to announce that he came up with a self-defense style. Now, here's the funny part. Okay. Now, again, this is back in 1898. The style of bar jitsu, I'm going to say bar jitsu, right? Or bar titsu. Um, it's a mixed martial art, okay? Now, again, it's part of history, okay? You can look it up, you can type it in, whatever. But this is part of history, okay? <clears throat> when it comes to developing your skills of martial arts or looking into mixed martial arts, this was actually developed for strictly self-defense. This was known as the gentleman's combat, okay? Now... Hear me out on this, okay? When I say the gentleman's combat, this is where back in, you know, that era of time, um, it was where they were dressed to a T, right? Nice and, you know, in their suits. They had their hats if they wore the hats. They had the, the long mustaches or the handlebar mustaches. They always walked around with a cane, looking very distinguished, okay? So it was a gentleman's art, a gentleman's combat. And whenever they were in a pub and someone got out of, you know, out of hand and instead of saying, you know, or instead of going at it right there and then, they would actually walk out into the street or behind the bar and then they would do their business back there, right? Now, again, I said it's a gentleman's art. And the reason being is because they would take it outside. It was one-on-one. And if it was going to be two or three against one, well, they did it one at a time because they showed respect towards, uh, you know, even though it was like a disagreement or it was a bunch of BS or if they called each other names, the one guy who's fighting the gentleman would fight him. And if he lost, then his number two guy would come in. And if he lost, then the number three guy would come in. They wouldn't attack at the same time. And if they did, they would wait till the other guy gets out of the way. Okay. So nowadays you can't do that. Nowadays you got like three or four guys just jumping on one guy and just being the crap out of them. And it's, it's like you need to defend yourself. But you have to understand that there's no respect out of that. There's no gentleman's fight anymore. Okay. So let me explain a little something about this. Barjitsu. All right. So... Mr. Barton White, he combined his uh, 
combined elements, right? Combined different styles, which was boxing, right? So like British boxing. Uh, when he was in uh, Japan, he did jiu-jitsu and Kodokan judo. Um, some fencing, which is, you can also do like cane fighting, right? Um, French kickboxing, which was also known as savet, okay? Um, so when it came down to stick fighting, okay, it's, they used the cane like a fencing sword, okay? And that style, it was called la cane. Why they named it like that, I don't know. But, you know, it was basically one stick fighting, right? Or you could like, again, you can use it like fencing. So let me give you a little background or a little bit of history about each style, right? Or a little bit of explanation, should I say. So boxing, of course, you know what boxing is. British boxing, American boxing, boxing is boxing, okay? Now, um, when it came down to the French kickboxing, right? The the savet, if I'm saying it correctly. Um, it, they used a lot of hand. They used a lot of foot techniques. It was mostly kicking techniques, and they did incorporate some hand techniques. So, when they when it came down to um, boxing and in the kickboxing it was more of keeping your opponent away from you right you use your legs to uh, keep a good distance right like and we talked about this in previous episodes uh, when I talked about distance timing and speed okay so that's where the boxing and the kickboxing came to play so you would use your legs to kick your opponent away from you to keep that distance away from you okay um, the jiu-jitsu and Kodokan judo, right? The judo. Um, that's meant for more close combat. So meaning that when someone grabs you or gets a hold of you, then you use those techniques to take them down to the ground or throw them down to the ground. Or if you're already down on the ground in general, then you maneuver on the ground to take out your opponent. And that's where the jiu-jitsu and, uh, and judo came into play. Um, and then, of course, the fencing or the cane fighting, right? The stick fighting. That was uh, a method of using a weapon. If your opponent had a knife um, or an, uh, another stick or another cane. Uh, but back then, it was mostly knives, small little billy clubs, Um and then, of course, you know, the cane. Um, so they would use that cane as a weapon, right? To, to keep the distance away from your opponent, to strike at your opponent, to uh, defang, or should I say, take their weapons out of their hands. Um, and they would use it, right? So that was basically the breakdown. You had a stand-up game that involved hands and feet. You had your ground game. And then you had a, a weapon, which was the cane. And that was a mixture of mixed martial arts, right? You, you're combining them. You're learning different styles and you incorporate it. So that's what this guy did. That's what Mr. Barton Wright did, okay? Um, 
so when he came he you know he, he when he came back from japan he said that um that he came up with the best self-defense which was um bar jitsu right uh a new art of self-defense um he decided to call it bar jitsu or bart jitsu was because he used his name okay barton right barton Wright. um and it's funny because when you're using these these methods right again it's a mixed style okay you take it you know he again you took the the fight outside you you know you were very gentleman-like but the uh the whole thing was bar jitsu was just this guy was really really cocky in a way okay in order for him to get his name out there he actually went and started fights in bars to not only improve his skills but to show his skills and to get people to actually go into bar jitsu as we're talking about bar jitsu i'm having a glass of whiskey <laughs> in honor of bar jitsu so yeah so this guy would would start fights he would uh, you know just hone in on his craft now this goes to um it goes to like the saying right a jack of all trades okay a jack of all trades is a master of none but is better than a master of one okay well that's basically what he did he did bar jitsu where he's got different styles of martial arts incorporated into one and he strongly believed that and this was in his writings you know they apparently he had a uh, he was in a in a magazine back in you know the 19 1903 he did an interview or no 1901 i'm sorry 1901 he did an interview and in his in that interview he mentioned he goes okay so you use the boxing and the and the, and the kicking the the kickboxing to keep your opponent away so if you're your opponent is good at boxing you use your leg work okay you you why because if he can't reach you with his hands because you're kicking at him with your legs or your feet right uh you you know that's basically what it is so let me let me try and make this simple because i learned this when i was taking martial arts right it's like how do you beat a boxer well there's a couple of ways number one you can out kick him you can just do multiple kicks or you take them down to the ground okay how do you beat a guy that's really good at kicking well you jam his kicks by getting close to him and you outbox him or you take him down to the ground how do you beat a guy that's good at going down to the ground well then you stay standing up and you keep him standing up so you don't let him take you down to the ground does that make sense how do you beat a guy who's good at stand-up Well, you take them down to the ground, right? So there's all these ways, right? How do you beat a guy that uses a weapon, right? So then you have to understand those, the logic and the fundamentals of a weapon in order for you to disarm 
your opponent with that weapon, right? That's where judo came into play. You know, if the, the gentleman didn't have his cane, but, you know, his opponent did, then he would use judo because judo was mostly meant for uh, back then during the samurai era and uh, you would disarm your opponent when they when you when you had no sword you would disarm your opponent by throwing and taking them down when they were swinging their sword towards you so the whole thing is to get in grab and throw or wait till they swung to get in to take them down and disarm them and use their sword against them so there's these styles have different methods of coming in together to defeat each other okay uh you know, a lot of people would argue with it, but it's, I'm telling you how it was taught to me. And then, of course, you know, other instructors, other martial artists, even in history, they they talk about this. They talk about how you don't want to just focus on one skill. You want to be able to be knowledgeable in multiple skills. Due to the fact that if your opponent is good at something and he demonstrates it or shows it, then you know what he's doing, you know his style, and you find something or you think of something to take him down or to beat him, right? Using a different style or using that same style, okay? So it all depends, right? How you do it. Now, Bar Jitsu, um, in 1903, was immortalized by an author or by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay, this guy was also an author of the books The Sherlock Holmes, right? So, this author of uh, all the Sherlock Holmes mysteries and the way he wrote his books, he made the character of Sherlock Holmes to know Bar Jitsu, right? So, if you think about it, in the you know in the 18 1898 or the 1903 1902 era you know in the 20th in the 20th century basically right when Sherlock Holmes was made and you can see it in the movies right and not in the recent movie with the uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. okay now did he do bar jitsu not necessarily but he did a good mixed style in that movie now, believe it or not, Robert Downey Jr. Um, has trained in Wing Chun, okay? So a lot of his hand movements, and you can even see it in Iron Man when he was horsing around, he was doing Wing Chun, okay? And Sherlock Holmes, he was doing Wing Chun, but then he incorporated some other styles into it, where he did some kicks, or he used a stick, or he used double sticks, okay? In a way, that's Bar Jitsu, Okay, so in the Sherlock Holmes movie, they tried keeping it to that style of bar jitsu or bar jitsu. Okay, and um, so doing that, right, you know, that that made the character, you know, like not only he was a detective, but he was a really good fighter. He was a gentleman fighter. He was he was very gentlemanlike. Yeah, he was snooty at sometimes, but or a pompous ass, right? <laughs> but you know, it's like you know he Sherlock Holmes knew what he was doing, and 
that time and that era, bar jitsu was one of the best in England styles of martial art, okay? Or styles of art, okay? Now, bar jitsu was like dormant. You know, I, I you know, again, it took a it took a big dive after a while. No one never heard of this style. No one wasn't really sure about this style. But it actually came back in 2002. Now, when I was doing my research on this, um, because I know I've already experienced or, or not experienced, I've already heard of bar jitsu, and when I heard about it, I was like, okay, I know I know this, right? And I know what it is. But let me do a little bit more into it, right? Because I knew it was part of history. I didn't know it's starting to make a comeback, and it is. So there's actually a website. Uh, when I was looking into it, there's a website that you can go to and you can register. But all the all of these classes and everything is out there in in Europe, right? In England and in Europe. Um, now they're kind of branching off to where they even have yoga incorporated into into their system so i was like okay that's interesting now it's not just for men it wasn't just for men a lot of women did the bar jitsu as well you gotta think about it you know in the 20th century okay then the gentlemen's you know combat a lot of women were also being abused raped killed on the streets okay so a lot of women were also learning bar jitsu okay main thing was that a lot of women was learning uh judo mostly right because judo and jiu-jitsu because in a way that's a style that's meant for smaller and i'm doing quotation quotation marks right quotation fingers weaker individuals to take down a bigger stronger opponent okay and that's what jiu-jitsu and judo was basically made for that's what it was incorporated in the the art for to prove that someone smaller can take down someone bigger and stronger all right so adding this into this mixed style of bar jitsu was a benefit was a plus because it wasn't just for gentlemen it wasn't just for men it was also for women, okay? And which is like nowadays, when you go to a mixed martial arts school or when you go to a these UFC gyms, right? Where, and they, it's not a, a specific thing. They're teaching a little bit of everything, right? So in order for you to be a master of one style, you would have to go to a school and learn that one style and then move on to the next and then move on to the next if you want to be a master of all traits okay which is nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with also learning a little bit of each of each one and not being a master of none you know what i mean so there's nothing wrong with that i mean mixed martial arts came basically came back when bruce lee and i love bruce lee with a passion Right when he came back and he was, you know, or when he was getting started, he was showing off Jet Kundo. Okay, so you need to understand this too that when Bruce Lee was doing Jet Kundo, he was learning, <clears throat> excuse me, he was learning also mixed martial arts, he was learning an art 
an art form you know taekwondo is where he got his kicking from you know he he did some aikido and some judo when you can see it in some of his throws and his takedowns you can tell that he i mean of course he's done wing chun right because he loves that center line striking okay so what he did was he took bits and pieces of all these styles and then he made his own style that's what Bruce Lee was really known for that's what he was good for right good on making that and he was outstanding and he made it known take what you need and get rid of the rest that you don't know or don't understand and make your own that's you know basically what he was saying well the same thing back then in 19 or in 1898 when Mr. William Edward William Barton Wright made Barjitsu he did the same thing, right? He focused a lot on boxing. He focused a lot on kickboxing. He focused a lot on jujitsu and judo. And then he focused a lot on fencing and cane fighting or stick fighting, right? So you have to understand something here. This style was meant for a self-defense style, right? Or system, Basically, when you want to be or learn self-defense, you have to learn a mixed style. The only thing is, what styles do you want to mix or blend together? Okay, you want to go learn Goju Ryu Karate. And then if you want to go learn Jiu Jitsu, then you put those together. Boom, you have a two mixed style. Well, let's just say that. You know, you add another one to that. Let's just say judo. Then boom, you got three mixed styles. Okay, let's say that you're going to add another one. Let's go do Muay Thai, right? The art of eight, um, the eight limbs. Using elbows and knees for striking and, and, and countering and blocking. Okay, how about when you go into Filipino Kali, right? That's where you learn how to do stick and knife fighting uh, weapons, Right, is basically it's traditional, but also modern weapons. Right, the knife represents, you know, depending on how long it is, you can represent a short sword or a hatchet or a machete. If you have a stick that's pretty long, it represents a sword, but also represents a shield. So all these things come into play. All these mixed styles, and if you blend them in all together, you have yourself. A mixed style of martial art and it's yourself right as like for me i've learned you know i i got pieces of goju ryu and muay thai and my ranking is in kodokan judo and, and jiu-jitsu and traditional japanese jiu-jitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu you got filipino kali wing chung right aikido kempo Right? You got all these styles and I've and I've dipped my toe in a lot of styles, right? More than a toe. But what I'm saying is that I've practiced a lot of art to incorporate it and make it my own. My own self-defense. What I feel safe and comfortable with when I'm out and about or when I'm with my loved ones. Then you have to do the same thing. All right. So I'm not saying that that go look for bar jitsu. <laughs> I'm saying do something similar to bar jitsu or bar titsu. Okay. Go and look at schools. 
go and um, check out different styles. Do your research. Think about what you want to learn. You know what? Someone could actually be really deadly if they learned Muay Thai, uh, Jiu Jitsu and Judo, and then Filipino Kali. Or Krav Maga and Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, right? Uh, So it's like, you know, you combine you know all these arts and it's like what how can i make it my own what can i do keep in mind it's a lot of wear and tear on your body okay so be prepared be prepared to work hard be prepared to be injured be prepared to learn something you know when i was training and you know i was told to do certain movements and to me, it didn't feel comfortable. It didn't sit right. You know, I did. I felt like I didn't have a proper balance with it or I felt like it wasn't going to go with what I what I was training for. You know what I mean? So it's like, why am I going to do that position? Let me change it up to make it easier for me, more comfortable for me. How can I get my power out of this technique if I change it up? And mixed martial arts is that you have to experience it you have to dip your toe in it okay you got to come up with your own bar jitsu or your own jet kundo okay your own mma and that's all i'm trying to say all right is that there's you know you look at history there's all these styles of mixed martial there's all these styles of martial arts but there's also all these other styles that you don't really hear about in mixed martial arts. And this was one of them, the bar jitsu, okay? For the distinguished gentleman, right? And again, nowadays there's no such thing as a fair fight. No one believes in a fair fight. If I was to get into an altercation right now somewhere, if I was at a restaurant or a, or a bar because I wanted to go have a few drinks with some friends, right? There's no such thing. I'm not dealing with one person. I'm dealing with that one person and maybe his girlfriend or that one person and maybe his friends. You know what I mean? So what do you do? How do you prepare? How do you be ready? Do you just avoid it and walk away? Which I strongly suggest. But if you have no choice, how do you defend yourself? And this is where you have to learn a mixed style. All right. Okay, guys. Again, please hit me up at attacktheattack360.com. Message me, ask me questions. If you have um, some input or some, you know, some topics that you want to hear on the podcast or want me to talk about, send them my way. All right. On the website, there's links to my Facebook where there's videos and merchandise that I try to post every now and then on there, uh, including Instagram, Attack the Attack 360 on at Instagram, um, and then also on TikTok at Attack the Attack 360. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Just keep this in mind. All right. No such thing as a fair fight in the 21st century. Okay. <laughs> In the twenty in, in twenty twenty one in twenty twenty right there was no there's no such thing as a fair fight okay people will now sucker punch you 
right? Or they'll walk away, and then when you're not looking, they'll attack you from behind, right? So what's rule number one in, in protecting yourself in self-defense is awareness. Always be aware, okay? And always be ready, no matter what, all right? Be safe. God bless. Be blessed. Watch your 360. <laughs> I'm out. Have a good one.